Oh, hey, Ryan. Thanks for coming to my board game night. I can't believe we've done three seasons of Million Bazillion together. And this is your first time in one of these. Come on in. Oh, yeah, sure. Uh, Thanks for inviting me again. I was busy the other five times you asked me to come to game night. Um, We have a listener question to answer, and I figured I guess I finally better come to one of these. Here, let me introduce you to some of my other game night regulars. They actually help answer listener questions all the time. Uh, Here's Olivia. She works at the library. Olivia, Ryan, Ryan, Olivia. Hi, Ryan. I brought carrots and rice cakes for snacking. And my bank teller, Gil. I get a lot of my little money facts from him. Greetings, Ryan. Bridget, I brought your complimentary edition of Bank Teller's Monthly. Me thinks you'll find many a factoid of interest within its pages. Did you know 39% of kids ages 8 to 14 in the U.S. have a savings account? Can't say I did. Uh, So, uh, what kind of games are we playing tonight? Mafia? Werewolf? This is actually more of a board game night. We're trying to decide between these two games. This is Castles and Commerce. It's a medieval role-playing game with its infamous 57-sided die. Or Brain Freeze, a college-level math trivia game. It requires headache-inducing concentration. Wow. Both sound so fun. How do we choose? I might just grab a refreshment before we start. I brought some warm tap water in a mason jar. If the water is too wet for you, feel free to pour out the water and just hold onto the jar. (sighs) It's going to be a long night. Welcome back to Million Bazillion. I'm Ryan. I'm Bridget, and we help dollars make more sense. And I'm Olivia. Oh. Didn't we already introduce ourselves? I meant to mention, Ryan and I are going to answer a listener question tonight. It's kind of our thing. Let's hear it. Hi, my name is Emma, and I'm from Lawrence, Kansas. My question is, who comes up with the price of rent? That's a big question, Emma. We all need a place to live where we feel happy and safe, just like we need food and water. Pretty much every family has to pay something for that place to live. And it can be one of the most expensive things they pay for every month. That's right. Families who own their home might have a monthly mortgage payment. A mortgage is a loan you get from a bank to buy a house. You pay on it monthly. People who rent pay something every month, too. It's called, very creatively, the rent. Uh, Let's hear more about what got Imola wondering about this. I know that some people own houses and some rent them. When people rent a house, they don't actually own it, even though they live there and they pay for it. But how can somebody own something that somebody else has to pay for? And who decides how much they have to pay? Oh, interesting. So why does renting even exist as something we can do in the first place? This is a good one. And I know the perfect way to explore the subject of rent by playing the most famous board game about housing there is. Bridget, do you have real estateopoly? Oh, maybe somewhere. Hold on. Let me check the board game closet. How now? Real estateopoly? Where the players have to pay rent as they move around a game board. It's a bona fide classic. You win by making the most money. It's famous as the game that launched a thousand family arguments. In fact, it says so on the box. Yeah, I've never met anyone who's finished it. At least not in a single evening. Rumor has it, understanding property market value is so complicated, many who have started playing the game are never heard from again. (laughs) 
Yeah, but it's still probably the best game of the available option, so... Okay, here we go. I knew I had it. All right, let's get started. Oh, this game is dusty. It looks like it hasn't been played in a really long time. Where did you get this, Bridget? From the old haunted toy store before they went out of business. Ooh, spooky. Okay, here are all the little pieces, the little silver tennis racket and the little surfboard. Ooh, I call dibs on the little truck piece. Uh, what just happened? Did Ryan just get sucked into the game? Hey, I'm down here in the game. Can anybody hear me up there? Help me. I think he did. Methinks this game board is haunted, my ladies. What happens if I choose a game piece like this little cereal bowl? Bridget, don't! Ah! Oh yeah, this game is definitely haunted, and Bridget and Ryan are trapped in it. Methinks we should not touch any pieces or the game in any way until we can figure out what's going on. I think you're right. Let's enjoy some lukewarm water and carrots, and I guess Bridget and Ryan will... Maybe be back with more Million Bazillion after this? And now it's time for asking random kids not-so-random questions. Today's question is, if you were a pirate captain with a huge treasure chest full of gold, what would you do with it? If I had a treasure chest full of gold... I would buy a new boat, I would plant a forest, and make a better space where I could live. I would sell it to get even more money. I would buy a better ship. I would buy video games, TVs, books, and toys. If I was a pirate captain and I had a treasure, I would split it with my crew. I would give it to animal shelters, donate half of what I had left to charity, and then use the rest to get a mansion and a paraglider. I would buy my own spaghetti company because spaghetti's really good. That was Aria in Virginia, Ada and Ajay in Kansas, Roman in New York, Manur in Seattle, Ada in Georgia, and Melody in California. This has been asking random kids not so random questions. Oh, whoa. Where am I? Bridget, we're inside the board game. Uh, By the way, welcome back to Million Bazillion, everyone. On this episode, we're answering Imola's questions about renting, and it appears we've been magically transported inside the classic board game about rent, Real Estateopoly. How do we get out? Maybe we have to play our way out. Wow, look at this place. Squares as far as the eye can see, and then houses and apartments and all types of homes are stretched out before us. Oh, and look where we're standing. We're on the starting square, next to the Wheel of Fortune and Fantasy. According to my game rules, we need to find a place to live before the end of this turn, and spinning this wheel determines how much money you enter the game with. All right, I'm going to give it a spin. Wish me luck. This wheel is heavy. I get to start the game with $2,000 in my pocket. What a lucky spin. All right, your turn, Bridget. Wow, okay, move aside. Okay, you weren't lying at our tiny size. This wheel is huge. Five bucks, that's it? Okay, then. With that, I can probably afford to rent someplace, but it's going to be tougher to buy. 
You never know. Things can change in a flash in the game of Real Estateopoly. All right, let's do this. Let me pick up this dice and oof. Hey, I'm over here. I made it to Shady Pines Park. It's your turn, Bridget. Give yourself a roll. Okay, here goes nothing. Ugh. Great, I also landed in Shady Pines Park. We're sticking together, at least for now. Welcome to Shady Pines Park, the first neighborhood on the real estateopoly board with the most affordable property, I might add. They call me Harry on account of my neck and back. I'm a landlord. I own property and I rent it out for other people to live in. Let's see, I have a few spots available for rent. Nothing luxurious, but some clean and cozy units. There's a one-bedroom, a bachelor, a confirmed bachelor. What's a confirmed bachelor? It's just a closet with an Xbox in it. I think we're good. We just want to know who comes up with rent and how they come up with how much it should be. Well, I come up with the price of the rent as the landlord. That word goes back to the old English feudal lords of the Middle Ages. Huzzah. When land was owned by a lord of the manor, and their tenants were farmers who worked the land. Nowadays, we landlords each have our own way of coming up with rent prices. What makes you curious, might I ask? Well, Harry, I'm wondering what it takes to become a landlord myself in this game. Brilliant, my boy. When you're a landlord, you own the home and you're responsible for keeping the house in tip-top shape for your renters. Fix the plumbing when it needs it, that sort of thing. In exchange, your renters pay you their rent on time and in full. Okay, so I have $2,000 burning a hole in my pocket from a lucky spin at the start of this game, and I'm looking to invest. Ryan, what are you doing? We're just here to learn about rent, not buy property. Too late! I just bought that complex you're standing on, Walnut Grove. What should I charge, Harry? (laughs) I'd be happy to take you under my wing and tell you how I set the rent, my boy. I'm listening. As a landlord myself, I try to come up with a rent number that lets me cover what I have to pay to own this property. Plus a little extra for when I have to fix something around the building, like plumbing or electricity, which can break a lot, by the way. It's actually one of the perks of being a renter. There's a whole bunch of home stuff that's someone else's problem. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh, got it, got it, good, good. And then I charge some extra on top of that to make a profit, but not so much extra that I can't find interested tenants who can afford to pay. People are usually willing to pay a little more when there's a grocery store or a train stop nearby. If there's a dishwasher in the place, you can maybe charge more. You get the picture. Okay, gotcha. So when I crunch my numbers, my mortgage on this Walnut Grove property breaks down to about $50 a month. I own 50 apartments. That's $1 per unit per month. Plus, let's say, an average of 20 cents per unit extra every month for some repairs that might come up. If you're spending around $1.20 per month to run the place, I'd say you could reasonably charge $2 to a renter. If I were you, I'd charge $2. Okay, good to know. I'm going to set the rent at $5. Bridget, pay up. (gasps) Pay up? What are you doing? I thought we were friends. We are friends. Playing the game. That's how the game works, Bridget. Uh, Ryan, $5 is kind of high for this neighborhood. I appreciate your early mentorship, Harry, but I think I can handle it from here. I'm going to have to give up all my money to live on this space, but I need a place to live according to my game rules. Oh, come on. It'll be great. Your home base. I mean, I own it. You're just borrowing it and paying me monthly for the right to live there, but I'll fix anything that gets broken. Eventually. 
Wow, you're really getting a hang of this landlord thing pretty quickly, huh? Okay. How'd you even come up with that number, though? $5? Is it because you knew I had? $5, yeah. Uh, so are you going to pay me by cash or Zelle? Here, just take the cash. But just for this one roll, I'm going to go look for a different place a little closer to the middle of the board. This space is kind of far from the action. Seems a little overpriced compared to the spots around it. Bridget, come on now. We're friends. Look, that's one of the things people like about renting. They can move somewhere else way faster than when they buy. Okay, fine. I'm sure others will land on this square. Others who are willing to pay $5 or even $10 for my custom amenities like a communal laundry room and doors. Um, I don't mean to interrupt, but, uh, Ryan, one of the things I always do as a landlord is look around at what the places around me are charging. And then I just charge something close to that. But, Harry, why would I just leave it up to other landlords who don't have my kind of hustle? I'm trying to make some money. Isn't there an app or something that can help me set the rent? <laughs> Funny you should mention it. Some of the richer landlords who own tons and tons of spaces in this game do use a computer program to help them set the price of rent. But you'd have to go to their neighborhood, Diamond Avenue, if you want to learn about all those algorithms and high-tech stuff that tell them how to set rent. Well, that's where we've got to go to next, then. Let's roll. The dice, I mean. Here, let's roll together, because these dice are heavy. Thanks, Harry. All right, bye. Good luck. Hey, we landed on the community fun square. We get to draw cards. Okay, the bank accidentally gave me $250. In real life, I'd report this error to the bank, but since we're inside a board game and I am completely broke, I'll let it slide and accept it. Nice. Let me draw one. And the second most beautiful man in the world is... Ryan! I won second place in a beauty contest. Another $2,000 for me. I feel so special and rich. I'm rolling again. And that's my slip disc. My roll takes me straight to Diamond Avenue. Catch you later, Bridget. Bye. Okay, let me just roll here. Ugh, lip with the knees. Oh, no. My roll will only get me as far as Nowhere Road. How am I supposed to find a place here? There's not many houses around. Mostly fields, some train tracks, snake fighting a tumbleweed. I'm going to take a look around and see if I can catch up with Ryan when we come back with more Million Bazillion. Welcome back to Million Bazillion. Today we're answering questions about rent inside the classic board game Real Estateopoly. And I've landed myself here on Nowhere Road where I can't see much property around to rent, let alone buy. Meanwhile, Ryan, who's become a successful landlord, has shot past me to the fanciest part of the board, Diamond Avenue. Howdy. You look lost. Can I help you? A little. Is there any place around here to live? Mm, A little further down the road. I can give you a lift there on the back of my game piece, which, as you can see, is a riding mower. Hop on back. Thanks. That'll really help me out. Name's Levon, by the way. Oh, hi. I'm Bridget. How long have you been playing Real Estateopoly? Well, I reckon since I got sucked into this game while playing with my brothers back in 1974. Whoa, 50 years? That's a long time. Yeah, and in that time, I've won fortunes, lost them, won them again, 
and lost him again all up and down this game board. How'd you end up living way out here? Well, I reckon the more crowded parts of the board have become a bit pricey for me. And I prefer it out here anyway. Not too many folks want to be out here in the quiet. Homes are cheaper to buy. You mean rent? No, buy. Better to buy it if you can. And out here in Nowhere Road, you can. Because everything's priced so low, a lot more people can afford to buy. It seems nice out here. How come more people don't live out in this part of the board? Well, I reckon it has something to do with needing to be close to the action of those big cities and metropolitan areas. Out here, there ain't as many people, so there ain't many jobs. Not as many things to do. Here she is. This plot of land is a full ten acres and a little house. You can buy it for $250 in game money if you're interested. We'd be neighbors. You could come over for supper. I'm fixing stew. Jag comes on TV at 7. Wow, $250. That's a pretty good deal. That's less than renting on some spots on this board. It's tempting, but I'm actually trying to catch up with my podcast co-host who's also playing this game. Okay, then. What's a podcast? It's like a radio show, but better. Well, guess I better roll again. Thanks for the ride. Good luck on your travels. Hey, Levon, how about you come with me? I could help you get out of this game. I don't think that's possible. Only way to get out of this game is to move around the board so fast you'll fly clean off. But no one's ever figured out how to build up that kind of speed. Well, then how about one more regular spit around the board, for old time's sake? Well, I haven't been off this square in years. It would be nice to see some of this M old neighborhoods where and I used to own myself a plot or two. Okay, uh, hang on, just gotta roll. Here, I'll help. Wow, we finally made it to Diamond Avenue, real estateopoly's ritziest beachside community. All the beach houses look like big white sugar cubes. Reckon the architectural preference today is for sharp corners. Look, there's Ryan. He's in that big fancy beach house in the beige leisure suit, and he's hosting a house party. Let's go say hi to him. Has everyone at the party tried the fondue? You simply must try the fondue. Grab a skewer and get to dipping. We got Gouda, Swiss, we got chocolate. This fondue is buku fantastic, everyone. <laughs> Ryan, I made it. Bridget, long time no see. Welcome to our little soiree. Try some fondue. Let me introduce you to some of my new best friends. These are the beautiful people. This is Hans. He's a professional yachter. Hello. And his wife, Inga. She's a super hand model. Hello. Uh, they're thinking of renting one of my summer houses on Diamond Avenue. Oh, hi. Ryan, what's going on? You've really changed while living on Diamond Avenue. Bridget, don't embarrass me in front of these people. I'm about to rent them a house on Diamond Avenue. You own a house on Diamond Avenue? I own property all over the board. What? I know, it's crazy. That complex I bought on Shady Pines Park started making so much money for me, I was able to reinvest that money into new property and rent it out, and now I'm like a luxury real estate guy, and I can't stop making money. Pardon, is this here flowing goo for eating, or is it some kind of industrial sealant? That goo is fondue. It's cheese. Try the fondue. What's your name, sir? Oh, Ryan, I forgot to introduce you. Uh, this is my friend, Levon. Levon, sensational. <laughs> I own more condos identical to this one just down the coast, so if you're interested in renting, let's chat later. So how have you been coming up with the price of your rent? I don't even come up with the price of rent anymore. It's a computer algorithm. The legend is true. Programs like this exist in real life, and in the game, I use this computer, RentBot9000. Hello, I am RentBot9000. I am optimized to determine the maximum amount someone can charge for rent. Please enter the zip code of your property. 
See, I tell the algorithm about my properties, and then it tells me how much I should charge to get the most money. Over time, it's made me a fortune. It works so good, it's like scary. Sorry, I have to keep hosting this party. Hey, everybody, it's time to cha-cha. <laughs> One, two, cha-cha-cha. Fondue cha-cha-cha. <laughs> Thank you. I just came up with that. You're beautiful, all of you. Stop the party. Stop the cha-cha music. And stop the fondue fountain. Wait a minute. Are you Miss Real Estate Opoly herself? You're the mascot of the game. Uh, my real name is Millicent Changepurse. Well, it is an honor to meet you, Millicent Changepurse. It's so cool to see your monocle up close. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for playing Real Estate Opoly, but I've got a bone to pick with how you are playing this game, Ryan. That computer program you're using to set rent, it's charging too much. By the time most players get to your side of the board, they can't afford to play anymore. It's Killing the fun. Hey, 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 now. First of all, Miss Change Purse, welcome to my party. Try the fondue. Second, why are you, like, coming down on me? I'm just charging the most I can charge. This isn't what renting and buying is supposed to be about. People rent because it's easier to move than if they own a house and because they don't have to do as much work to take care of the place. And some people rent because it's more affordable than buying. But your renters are spending so much on rent, they can't save enough money for other important things, let alone enough money to buy a space of their own. Uh, excuse me? <laughs> Everybody, uh, she's kidding. She's kidding. Uh, keep renting for me, please. When you buy a home, you know your monthly housing cost is going to pretty much stay the same for the next 30 years. Mortgage payments don't change. Wait, so that means the price Ryan charges for rent could change? It sure can. The landlord can change the rent every year, and there's not much you as the renter can do about it. Some places have laws that limit how much the rent can go up. Oh, you mean uh, rent control. Oh, we don't have that here on Diamond Avenue, uh, but keep that on the down low. Let's change the topic, actually. Uh, who's running low on fondue? You know, I reckon owning a home means you're buying something that usually goes up in value over time. That means someday you can sell your house and make more money than you paid for it. True, yes, but real estate's not the only way to grow wealth. There's the stock market. There's um, crypto. There's a... Uh, you, a box you put money into and bury it underground. You gotta diversify. Renters don't get anything like that. When you move out of a place you've been renting, you don't take any of the money you've paid into it with you. Look, I'm just trying to win the game here. The goal of this game isn't to buy property and give it away for free. But your high prices are skewing the game. People can't afford to play. That's a YP, not an MP. That means it's your problem, not my problem. You want cheaper rent? Move out to Nowhere Road. I hear it's cheap out there. I just came from Nowhere Road, and it was cheap. Not to mention very peaceful out there with these wild horses roaming free. But I lived out there, and I don't know what I'd do or where I would work. So come here on this side of the board, Bridget. We can be neighbors. But if you do move here, I'll also be your landlord. But I'll give you a discount of $10. I'm sorry, Ryan. I can't do that. Okay, okay, uh, uh, you gotta pay the full $20. Renters of similar units are now willing to pay $30. Sorry, the rent is $30 now. I don't have that kind of money. You must pay the rent. You must pay the rent. I can't pay the rent. I can't pay the rent. I'll pay the rent. 
Levon, can you really afford this kind of rent? No, but I reckon I can't square taking something people need for survival and charging them a million bazillion dollars for it. It don't seem right. Hey, that's the name of our show. Don't seem right is the name of your show? No, million bazillion. Oh, sorry, never heard of it. I've been stuck in a board game for 50 years. Look, 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 look. I get this housing thing you're talking about. I've donated old blankets. I'm a good person. But you're barking up the wrong tree. I represent the high end of the market. Everyone knows the real demand for normal people is the more affordable stuff. You should be hassling Harry over at Shady Pines Park. He's taught me how to do this in the first place. Harry didn't tell you to run away and start listening to a robot. I am Rentbot9000. Please enter the zip code of your property. Quiet, Rentbot. That's it. I'm done with this game. Millicent, how do we get out of here? Well, you have to go around the board so many times you fly off. But you'll never build up that kind of speed with a pair of six-sided die. Wait, I brought my 57-sided die from the other game. One good roll should send us around the board a few times and set us free. Ryan, hold on tight. We're getting out of here. But I don't want to leave the game and go back to real life. In real life, I rent. I reckon you should leave, Ryan. You don't want to be like me, stuck in this here game for 50 years. Well, you're not stuck anymore. Levon, you're coming with us. No, I I reckon I'll stay behind. What? Levon, be serious. It's time you leave this game. I'm no good out in the real world. I need to stay here and... Learn the newfangled ways of buying and selling property. With any luck, maybe I'll buy myself one of these here sugar cubes on the beach to retire to and live out my golden years. Okay. I'll miss you, Levon. Take this here deed to that little house on Nowhere Road, Bridget. Keep it to remember me by. Keep it in case you ever find yourself in this game again. Keep it so you'll always have a bit of land to your name, even if it's in this here game. That's awfully nice of you, Levon. I reckon I will keep it. And thank you. Bye, you two. Come back anytime. Except you, Ryan. Wait, why does Levon get to stay and I gotta go back? It's not fair. Sorry, too late. Time to roll. Uh... game! Bridget, Ryan, you made it back. We were so worried about you. Are you hungry? We ate all the snacks, but I can still offer you loose mustard. Olivia and moi have been on tenterhooks wondering who won the game. I did. I won the game. I made more money. I'm the winner. No, the truth is we didn't finish it. We just sort of got frustrated and gave up. It's like we said. That's how this game always ends. I'm Evie from Arlington, Virginia with some money history trivia. Did you know that during the Great Depression, there was a town that used clamshells as money? When the banks failed in Pismo Beach, California, people who lived there decided to turn shells into money and use them to trade. This has definitely been the most eventful game night at my place ever. What do we learn about rent from all this? Well, I think we learned the answer to Amala's question. Rent is the money people pay each month for the place they live if they don't own their home. Landlords are the owners of those homes, and they decide on the price. Usually landlords consider a whole bunch of things when they set that price, like how much it costs them to own and keep up the property, how many people want to rent the place. 
Landlords are usually trying to figure out how they make the most money they can. There are lots of reasons people rent. Sometimes it costs less money, sometimes it's because they want to be able to move somewhere more easily, or they don't want to have to deal with mowing the lawn or fixing broken plumbing pipes. Families decide what's right for them. If we're going to talk about rent, we'll definitely end up talking about housing, and we don't have enough of it where we want it in this country. As long as that's true, the rent, and even the cost of houses in general, is probably going to be more than a lot of people would like to pay. So, which game should we play next? How about Candyland? Oh, good. Finally a game we can all understand and takes less than three days to finish. Me thinks I shall select the red piece. Did Gil just get sucked into Candyland? I think so. All right, put on a pot of coffee. I guess we're playing Candyland until we can get him out. Does this mean we get to eat a lot of candy? Probably. I think I'm gonna like it in there. Wow, that was a fun time. If you have a question you want answered, please send it to us at our website, marketplace.org slash million. And thanks for listening to this episode of Million Bazillion. Check out the tip sheet for this episode. We've got some great conversation starters related to housing and rent if you want to keep the conversation going at home. Special thanks to Amy Scott at Marketplace and also Igor Popov, Chief Economist at Apartment List, and Susan Wachter, Professor of Real Estate at Wharton School at the University of Pennsylvania for helping us get this episode right. Million Bazillion is brought to you by Marketplace from American Public Media. This episode was written and hosted by me, Ryan Perez, and Bridget Bodner, my co-host and the director of podcasts at Marketplace. This episode was also voiced by Kimberly Adams, Stephanie Hughes, Megan McCarty-Carino, Dylan Miettinen, and Jay Siebold. Jasmine Romero is our editor. Courtney Bergseeker is our producer. Nilu Shabandi is our intern. Our sound designer is Chris Julin. Becca Weinman mixed this episode. Our theme music was created by Wonderly. Francesca Levy is the executive director of digital at Marketplace. Neil Scarborough is the VP and general manager. Million Bazillion is funded in part by the Cy Sims Foundation, partnering with organizations and people working for a better and more just future since 1985. And special thanks to the Ranzetta Family Charitable Fund and NextGen Personal Finance for providing the startup funding for this podcast and continuing to support Marketplace in our work to make younger audiences smarter about the economy. If Million Bazillion is helping your family have important conversations about money, consider making a one-time donation today at marketplace.org slash give million. And thanks for your support. <laughs>